Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. Today, I feel really privileged and blessed to have on Naomi Nachman. Um, we did this, we definitely recorded this episode a few months back, and I <clears throat> I think I was a little intimidated, actually. Sorry, Naomi, to put this out, because um, as you see on Instagram, Naomi actually has 38.5 thousand followers, <laughs> and she happens to be extremely nice and down to earth, not that people on Instagram wouldn't be, but um, we actually met in Gormagat. I saw her walking and shopping. I said, are you Naomi Nachman? And she said, yes. And we started to schmooze. And um, I don't remember exactly what happened next, but we invited, I actually said, Naomi, would you ever come to us for a Shabbos meal? And she's like, sure. I never get invited out because no, everyone's so intimidated to cook for me. And I was like, I was a little intimidated, but we had a really, really, really fun time. Actually, our husbands got along really well. And we had a really nice meal. I was a little intimidated, but it was just really fun. And then Naomi invited us back and we went. And at some point, uh, we were talking about my business and Naomi had me on on her show, Menachem Siegel Network. I actually went in with her to um, Manhattan, I guess. And I think this that same day, uh, Malki Hirsch was there and um, Naomi Ellenberg, and that was a really fun day. I was a little like starstruck, but they're just regular people, really nice people. I learned a lot about food that day, and we had so much fun together. And I asked Naomi to come back on my podcast. Um, I was I was just thinking as I was I was re-listening to it. It's a shorter episode; it's only twenty minutes. Most of my episodes are thirty minutes to an hour, and I was thinking, I'm reflecting back on the last few podcasts that I put out, and so, some people reached out to me and said, like, "Wow, like." listening to some of the things that you do with your clients, like it seems really heavy. It seems really hard. It seems really intense. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of what we, what I do as a dietitian, and especially with the concepts of intuitive eating and making peace with food, it's not easy work. It's very, very, very challenging work. It's the most rewarding thing. I absolutely love it. If I could tailor make a job for myself, that would be my job to help people with their relationships with food and making peace with their body. <clears throat> I wish there was a little bit like more uh, cooking involved because that was also one of my creative ideas when I was starting out as a dietitian. Should I cook for people? Should I tailor make their meals? That's I actually did that for somebody once. That was more to help him lose weight pre-intuitive eating days. So um, I have that spark somewhere. I love I love listening to Naomi talk about how she started her private business as a chef. She has so much energy, so much positive energy. Um, as you'll hear, she talks about where she gets some of her energy from. Um, she does so many different things. When I asked her, what do you do? I knew that would be a loaded question and she had a loaded answer. And just like, if you have any, um, event that you would want someone to run, she's amazing. I watch her on Instagram all the time, learning the things that she does, pulling people together. She has so much confidence, so much energy. And her story really is incredible. The way that she, you know, she's from Australia. She came here. How did she come here? Her confidence, her ability to have a vision. I highly look up, I look up to her so much as a, as a, as a from female entrepreneur, you know, we're busy with our kids and there's so much going on in my family life. And my business is so important to me. It is like a baby to me. Like it is like I put in my all, I put in all my effort that I can. Um, I want it. I want my business to grow. I want to help people. It's so much a part of who I am. So that really comes through with Naomi. And I just think that this is a really fun, enjoyable episode to listen to. I'm sorry about the tiny lag try to ignore that, but the content's amazing. Naomi's amazing. I really enjoyed it, and I hope you do too. If you want to hear more episodes like this, 
check out get the Get Into It with Gila podcast. You could also go to my website, www.gilaglassberg.com. You could apply on my website to work with me for a free 20-minute consultation. There's tons of YouTube episodes, um, podcast episodes, blog posts there. You could learn all about intuitive eating, health at every size, hear about other people's journeys. The testimonials are there as well. Uh, I, I really do believe that people, this work does change people's lives. And if you really are looking to heal from your relationship with food and diet culture, um, just give it a look. Look, there's tons of free content out there. And uh, just so you know, I am working on a self-paced online course that I had on the website Udemy. It will now, it will, it's going to be changed over to Teachable where it's much more user-friendly. It will be a, a, in around 100 to $200 range, which is much more affordable than working with me privately or working with any dietitian privately. And I said this before, but I just want to make it very clear. I do accept insurance. All that information is on my website, gilaglassberg.com. If you have any questions, there's a lot of information there explaining exactly how to go about uh, finding out if I take your insurance. Okay, and without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I've come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Get Into It with Gila. I'm Gila Glassberg, and today I have the one and only Naomi Nachlin. Hi, Naomi. Hi, Gila. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Yay. We've turned the tables. Yeah, I know you're super busy. Right. I came on your show. It was so much fun. And Thanks. That's good yeah. to have you. Yeah, it was so fun. It was before Corona. We were able to, like, sit together and... I, I can't believe it. It was that long ago. Yeah, it was last January. It's nuts. Yeah. So could you tell the listeners? I cannot believe that. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. There's a tiny bit of a lag. I'm not sure why, but okay. Could you tell the listeners where do you live and what do you do? I live in Australia. Can't you tell? No, just joking. <laughs> I live in New York. I've been here for 29 years. Um, what else did you ask me? <laughs> What do you do? I live in five towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do food, basically. <laughs> a lot of food stuff. I wrote two cookbooks, Perfect for Pesach, uh, 2017 came out. And uh, 2018, about 18 months later, I did it. my second book called Perfect Flavors. I have a radio show on the Nacham Siegel Network. I write for magazines such as Mishpacha, newspapers, The Jewish Home, various other articles. Um, I run a Pesach catering business and personal chef business. I do kosher media marketing on Instagram. My Instagram is Naomi Nachman on Facebook. Um, what I run kosher chop competitions. I do Zoom classes, cooking competitions, 
that's the first one to do chop competitions. If you've ever done one and it wasn't me, <laughs> they they weren't the original. It's so, um, so smart. For seven years, I always look to adapt and change and evolve with the times. And then everybody else jumps on board, which I'm so proud from the kosher personal chef industry, which there was no one around when I started to like on every block, there's another kosher personal chef coming up. And I love that. I'm so happy that the industry just booming and the cult, the food culture is booming. Even in Corona, so many food cultures and food trends are born through corona or went you know viral through corona and it's it just makes me so happy to see so much going on in the food world so yeah so when did you like you said you do food when did that all start like did you grow up cooking did you did you grow up in a house but, that yeah like, not really I grew up eating yeah my mom always cooked my dad cooks I, even my brother who lives in Brooklyn cooks um 2014 I kind of left teaching 2004, four, I left teach, start the personal chef business. Um, and I've really never looked back. Um, kind of put some ads in some local pamphlets because back in those days, there was no WhatsApp chat. So you had a, a trifold that was mailed to you. And it was this thing called Chesed Network News. Um, and I put an ad in there. It went out throughout the five towns. Uh, Pesach Chef Available. And I got a lot of calls and I've never looked back and I actually still cook for the same families so I think that's um an amazing thing to be working with the same families for 17 years so wow I'm very proud of that <laughs> that's crazy but so you were you were teaching yeah. right before you did that so I was a mora I was a preschool mora but I also gave cooking class because I always was very into cooking so I knew how to make sushi like early on. A friend of mine who wasn't actually Jewish who um, sent her son to a preschool, um, the JCC or the Education Alliance in Manhattan where I used to live had a, a from class and a non-Jewish class. Um, and I, we, I became friendly with this, you know, with everyone because I'm friendly. <laughs> and she told me she was a chef and she was trained. And um, I said, could you teach me how to make sushi? So she did. And um, Melanie Underwood was her name. I still remember her name. Um, and we became friendly and she taught me how to make sushi. And once I learned, I could teach others because you can to teach. It doesn't matter what you teach from mm -hmm. finger painting, mathematics to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, I taught sushi classes and from there it grew. And then we moved out to the island and I taught at the JCC. And then they asked, they said, oh, we heard you give cooking classes. Would you give one? Um, so I did. And then I started the... I don't know if you know this, but the JCC here in the Five Towns, I started the culinary school, um, I think probably in about 2004 or 2005, um, actually honoured me at their dinner one year in 2006, which was pretty nice for starting mm. the culinary school. Most people don't even know that. Um, they have a culinary school now? I, it was recreational cooking. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's still going. It ran for about 10 years. Naomi wow. Ross took it over uh, eventually. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And I've taught cooking classes all over the world. And it's just been amazing. I love traveling. As much as I love food, I love to travel. Right. And, you know, I've even moved around during the pandemic or following the rules you know, um, I fly with my mask on or I travel with my mask on. I stay six feet apart. I make sure, 
and I, I follow the rules and that's what I think we've got to do. Yeah. So let's go back. Everyone to has the... their own opinion. So don't judge. I know. I know. Judges. The Corona but thing. I know. I know. Yeah. Let's not go there. We're going to forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so when you started cooking for families for Pesach, were you like nervous that like you weren't going to get customers? Because you probably had to. Do nah, some... right away. Right away. I, and right how, how did you manage that type of cooking? Like there, you had to cook so much. You have to cook so much. I'm still doing it. You just, you know, I've had my Pesach kitchen. Uh, hold on. Oh, sorry. No problem. <laughs> we got, um, um, what was I saying? So we got, uh, see, you just yeah. start early. I've had my Pesach kitchen cushion for about a month already. I've never even cooked it yet, but it's taking the orders and taking the intake and then knowing what, how much to order and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of work. I have a really good team. I work with chef Susan Gornish. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing chef, a Balat Chuva. She has a great story also. to think about reaching out to her. Oh, um, sure. And she, someone introduced us and it was the best shidduch ever. Um, and we've been cooking together this is our third Pesach. I've worked with different chefs over the years. Melinda Strauss helps out as well. She does the desserts. So it's really nice to, you know, I have a really good team of people that make my Pesach happen. But you've got to be organized. You've got to stay on top of everything. So you, are you naturally very organized? In some part of my life. Don't look in my closet. But my Pesach business is very organized. So when you first reached out to people, you got 17 families that you started cooking for and you oh, just... No, 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 not right away, not no. right away. But uh, I don't know, a lot. And we used to cook in people's homes also, but now Corona happened, not really. Oh, so you used to you know, cook and right So I cook in my house and people would hire me to cook in their house. But now since Corona last year, people... And, you know, I don't have a shkacha. People trust me they'll call my Rav. They said that I'm very machmir with my kashras, Baruch Hashem, and I cook in my home. So that's basically what I only do now is cook. This year, I'm not cooking by anyone else, just in my house. So when do you start to cook for Pesach for other people? Next week. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, I'm crazy. actually a week behind. I was supposed to go to Dubai for a work trip. Um on a tour, but Nabach, like I feel so bad for the lady, Miriam Schreiber, who does uh, these tours, she had to cancel because like every tour or a lot of the tours are being canceled, but she'll do it again later on in the year. Um, but seeing I'm not going away, I can cook next week. So right. I didn't cook this week. But Right. Yeah. I get it. Wow. So, so now you're like a brand, like people will call you for any of their catering events or well, I don't cooking. really want to cook during the year because, you know, I have a lot of, I do kosher media and marketing. I'm a brand ambassador for a lot of uh, companies. So I develop recipes for them and do a lot of media work for them. So kind of, I just say for catering for Pesach. And what's sometimes your favorite? The, sometimes during the year I'll do something, but not very often. But you'll do I like chopped. I do chop competitions all the time, at least one a week, which is fantastic. Wow. I love doing it. A ton of Zoom classes um from you know cooking demos from my book uh, on zoom which i never thought i would have done over 80 of them since corona mm-hmm. you know 80? sometimes I'm 80 more than 80 wow. at this point i don't wow. even know i've wow. lost count <laughs> right. um so what's your favorite thing to do of all those things uh, everything i really enjoy i enjoy doing my radio show 
I love meeting people through that. Um, mm-hmm. I do videos for kosher.com. I love doing that. Oh, I love your I videos. Sunny side up. Yeah. yeah. I, my video is mm-hmm. called sunny side up. Um, I don't know. I really love everything. Hashem, I don't have, you know, I, I don't love washing dishes. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> who I, does? I yeah. Right. Who does? Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I really love everything I do. So how did you get like this? I don't even get it. I know for you, it's probably so normal, but like this entrepreneurial, like just out there. Always. always. I was born with it. My dad's like that. My dad's like that. I've always, I started a day camp when my kids were little. There was no day camp for them when they were like, you know, two. So we're talking, my daughter's now 26. So 24 years ago, I started a day camp. I had a hundred kids after five, you know, I grew it over five years. Um, And I grew it from, you know, 20 kids to a hundred kids. And we maxed out more than, you know, I've always, I, when I was a teenager, I, I was a clown at kids' birthday parties. Um, You know, I always, I always was very entrepreneurial. I always had my own money. If my mother didn't want to buy me something, I said, fine, I'll buy myself. I always had my own stash of cash. Mm -hmm. That's hysterical. So with like you're very are you like a creative like you like using like your creative ideas to come up with like business ideas yeah I lie awake at night thinking about things <laughs> and you have all this energy and I have a lot of energy like you know I can outlast everyone so last week we we're away in Cancun there's a bunch of from families so we're like just standing around um you know talking at night by the pool like we you know everyone kind of like actually even though we're outdoors everyone was far apart from each other which very respectful of each other's space and we're said just schmoozing where are you from networking where are you from blah 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 montreal and someone was from uh, Tor- i mean not montreal toronto and someone's from new jersey and in my friend were from the five towns and we're just schmoozing and everyone was slowly slowly going up to bed I'm like where's everyone going I'm like I'm the oldest one here I'm ready to keep partying even the kids went up to bed <laughs> I have a very high amount of energy it's stamina because especially with cooking you need to for Pesach you need to be able to stand on your legs and cook right how do you get that you're just- you know you build up strength oh maybe I was born this way sorry I have to quote Lady Gaga <laughs> I heard you say that on your Instagram before you, you also said yeah yeah say- that um, you were named after somebody who died in the Holocaust and you say that yeah. you got her energy? Yeah. Right. So so my name's Naomi Sarachaya. Right. So I was Chaya. I mean, sorry, I was, sorry. I was Sarah. My name's Sarah is because my grandmother's nine-year-old sister was taken away from her in the Holocaust. Um, the parents had already been taken off and the three sisters were together and they sent my, my grandmother was holding her nine-year-old sister, Sarah, and the Germans took her out of her arms and sent her to the gas chambers. And she only lived till she was nine. So mm-hmm. I'm named after her. So I said, I have all, I live at two people's lives. I've, right. I have energy for two people, her and me. I'm living right. both of our lives together because she never got to live it. Wow. That's incredible. And it makes sense because you really do have a lot of energy. Right. I'm a nine-year-old girl and a 50-year-old woman. <laughs> you have more energy than your kids? I can outlast everyone. They hate when I plan vacations because they're jam packed all day. They're like, they rebel on me. Enough. We need an afternoon off. Mom. I'm like, but we have to go to this site, this site, and this site. They're like, no, today we're thinking about the pool. I'm like, oh, okay. That's so funny. I also love, I mean, I don't have as much stamina as you, but I, when I go on vacation, I want to see everything. I want to go everywhere. My husband's like, can we just relax? I'm like, no, we need to see everything. Right, right. 
So much fun. So how did you end up in Woodmere if you're from Australia? So I came single to America for a friend's wedding. My roommate from Sam was getting married. She asked me to, you know, be a bridesmaid at her wedding. People did that back then. Um, and uh, I said, yes, I came. And then I was having such a good time. I'm like, I can't go back to Australia. I was 21. There were no one to go out with. There was no dating. There's hardly any kosher restaurants. I mean, Sydney's a very nice Jewish community. There's a handful of from people. That's mm-hmm. it to go out with. Mm-hmm. And I really was, it's 21 already. Like here, the girls are dating for years. Um, so I kind of applied to Torah College. They let me in. Um, I loved every single minute of it. Um, and then I lived in Brooklyn with some friends. And then I met my husband at someone's apartment. He gave me a ride back to, he was in Manhattan. He gave me a ride back to Brooklyn where I was living with friends. And seven weeks later, we're engaged. Seven weeks? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. you came You came for a wedding and you're, you said, I want to stay here. Yeah, and I stayed. I got myself a job, health insurance, and into college before my parents said six weeks later, when are you coming back? I said, surprise, I'm not coming back. Like, what? Get yourself on a plane. Because even though I was 21, you still need your parents' brach as a from kid, right? Right, right? And a little bit of financial support. My parents, I thought about, but I knew I'm backing and the blessing. So my dad happened to have been in Israel and says, I'm coming to get you. I'm like, someone said to him, why are you getting 21? There's nothing in Sydney. Maybe she'll actually find a shirach in America. My parents said, you know, you happen to have any case. Um, and, um, I, I showed him here, here's my place to live. Here's the Dean from Turo college. Here's my acceptance. Here's my scholarship. Turo was amazing about it. And they let me stay. Here's my job. This is where I work. Got myself a job from the Jewish press. Worked in the seventh street earning $6 an hour. Can you imagine a 21 year old in this day and age earning $6 an hour the thereof now? supporting herself going to college like they don't do that now I feel like it's a whole different generation yeah like, I'm like the immigrant you know I'm like the ultimate immigrant story yeah you know and wanting to have better Jewish life coming to yeah. America okay Israel's around they could have gone to Israel but I didn't speak the language and I kind of like stumbled upon this wedding situation you know I could wow. have ended up in Israel who knows and God right. willing I will end up in Israel it's that mm-hmm. there but I came I came and I really did everything I came on Thanksgiving 1991 and I met my husband Thanksgiving 1992 so I'm very into Thanksgiving well that's hysterical and then so you you got engaged seven weeks later and then when did you get married in August so we got we met really Thanksgiving we didn't really go out actually for another week or so um he called me then and then we got you know we started dating we got engaged at the end of January and we got married in August I had to finish teaching. I was teaching at MTJ on the Lower East Side. I got to see Rip David Feinstein every single day. Wow. I actually taught his grandson. Um, so, You're just yeah. a go-getter. Then, You're um, just a very... Yeah, 29. Yeah, I'm a go Yeah. I'm trying to get through all 50 states also. That's my new thing. I'm and traveling. hopefully going to do 36 and 37 coming up. So oh, stay wow. tuned for that. And you were always into traveling yeah. or that's like a new, newer thing? Oh, Australians are by nature always into traveling. Oh, really? Aussies love to travel. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And so what do you see, what do you see in your near future with your business and with your life? Oh, you froze. What changes? 
right now it's Pesach cooking. <laughs> Can't see past Pesach right now. Hopefully I want to get to Dubai, go to Israel, see my grandkids, going on a cruise for Costa Rica in wow. August. Wow. So, wow. Never a dull moment. Never um, a dull moment. No, never a dull moment. Okay. Um, I, I'm really, really happy that you came on. It was so much fun. Oh, oh my God. So you're amazing i love what you do as well getting people to do the right thing and have a good relationship with food is so important yeah thank you thank you for like having me on your radio show and helping me spread that message and just i love your instagram i love it i watch it every single day i love watching like all your cooking and all your recipes and all your traveling and yeah even your fashion i just love to follow you. you're so much fun and (laughs) I, I remember I told you that about Pesach, like you helped me make my first Pesach because I had to you. make Pesach two years ago and I was, you you did your lives, your Saturday Night Lives, it was so, Saturday Night Live, you did, you did your lives on yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, I got more of those coming up too, so stay tuned for that. Okay, awesome. And just, just to repeat, where could people find you? Uh, Instagram, Naomi Nachman. I have a website neominachman.com um or the it's also the aussiegourmet.com a-u-s-s-i-e aussie like australian mm-hmm. um it's doing business um okay table for two on the nachman seagull network um kosher.com i'm all all over i'm all over the place yes you are okay thank you so much for for coming on have a great day My pleasure. Thanks, Gila. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.